0: tonight's show or this morning show. Uh, this is our senior Sunday. So tonight or today we are honoring our, our high school seniors that are graduating. Um, gosh, I'm already starting to choke up. I'm going to cry today, guys. This is hard. This is the first class I've had all the way through high school. Um, so I've seen, I've seen them their last half of their eighth grade grade year and then all through high school. The seven that are here have been here consistently, most of them consistently throughout their four years but um, no they're, they're it's a great class um, I hate to I hate to play favorites but it's been my favorite class so far um, sorry I know Raya I know you're here too sorry I saw you uh, but no this is it's just been it's just been a really cool class their heart is aw- their hearts are awesome Their are yeah they're just passion and desire for being here for learning for growing is really cool so I'm getting ahead of myself Let's start with a couple announcements. A Couple things coming up before we get into this. We have a women's build coming up on June 16th. Uh, you don't have to have any experience building. If this is something you'd like to sign up for, something you'd like to just try out for the first time, sign up, come hang out. If nothing else, you'll have fun and you can, yeah, you can just hang out with some other, some other ladies. It should be a good time. Um, Tim Zimmer is putting together a three on three basketball tournament and that's the 25th of June. So we need some people to sign up. It's going to, yeah, he's pretty excited about it. If you have any questions or you want more information about it, you can go talk to him. He'll, he'll fill you all in, but um, that should be, it should be a good time. You don't have to be good at basketball either. You just want to come have fun, grab a couple of people. It'll, yeah, it'll be a good time. So this is Senior Sunday. Here's where this is going to work. We're setting it up kind of like the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, so it's talk show style. So we're going to call families up one by one, and they're just going to have a chance to talk about their student um, give a word of advice or some wisdom or tell an embarrassing story. I'm really hoping for some of those, some of those embarrassing stories, because those are fun. Um, so we're going to start with the Bontraggers, if you guys want to make your way up here. Um, and then, so once we get through all of, all of these families, I have a special game, game for them that I can embarrass them with. They're all, I just made them all nervous because I, I didn't tell them exactly what it is. Um, you guys are going to love it. They're going to hate it. <laughs> I'll say it that way. And then we've got a couple songs uh, that we'll close the service with, but I'm gonna turn it over. Drew, is this your mic? I missed it. Do you still have your mic? I didn't put it back. It's all right. So this is Gannon, Gannon Bontrager. <sighs> Gannon plays bass. You've probably seen him here on Sundays, he plays bass for us, he's been around. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna turn it over before, before I start going. There are tissues, tissues on both sides. Gannon,
1: you've been through a lot these past 18 years. From having to wear bifocals at eight, to having to somehow practice jazz band through a Zoom call at 16. But through it all, you've grown and matured. I'm sorry we listened to that crazy eye doctor, and I'm sorry for all the sudden and difficult changes COVID forced on you. It wasn't fair. But the important thing is you didn't give up and you kept going. In the future, when times get hard for you, because they will, life has a way of doing that, think back and remember. Remember that despite having to look over the top of those glasses, for a while, you become a pretty amazing gamer. Remember that despite those Zoom classes, you were just named outstanding jazz musician. Remember that despite your love of online learning, you somehow just completed two semesters of it in about a month and a half. (laughs) Remember that in the good times, in the darkest times, Jesus is there just as he promised Congratulations on graduating. And for whatever the future holds, remember, you got this.
2: Gannon, what an honor to be called mom. Not only mom, but your lunch lady. (laughs) Mama B. You've been a joy to have. You really have but as your lunch lady, I want to remind you to continue on with your
3: vegetables,
2: (laughs) with your fruits, but have some pie too. I will miss looking out into the parking lot, looking for Norma J as I always parked across from you. Thank you for being a middle child, for being a good brother to Keaton, Be an awesome brother to Kerrigan. She's going to miss you every day as you took her to school. I love you.
1: Do I say something? Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's been a uh, good four years of high school, I think, or sort of good. (laughs) Yeah, there's been a lot of downs, but the few ups really made up for it, I think. And I'm glad I have my parents. They really supported me through it all. And everyone, especially those fellows over there, really uh, looked out for me. I, uh, Without waypoints, Student Ministries, I don't think I'd, yeah, I, I wouldn't have a purpose right now. I think it really gave me a purpose when I needed it. And I thank uh, Mitchell for that. Thanks.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks. Our next family is the Cross family. Josiah. Man, Josiah, I remember the last day of eighth grade, you and Noah led worship for the whole youth group, just the two of you. And that was like the start of our worship band. And now we're having full bands. We're doing it on Sundays. You guys started that. That's great.
4: I'm old. I need the readers. <laughs> Josiah, it's hard to believe or at this point in your life. Prayer for you and over you has always been and will always continue to be a part of my Think back to the days, weeks and months before you were birthed. I was put on bed rest so my body could continue to grow and nurture you. I prayed fervently that God would continue to grow you into a healthy baby boy. I am so grateful that he answered that prayer. Being your mom has made me a better person. You have such a big heart. You care for others. You are loyal and you make me laugh. Of course, every day was not and is not perfect. As humans, each of us are imperfect. I like how you can take a situation, process it, and learn from it what is needed. As your mom, I wonder if I've done enough. Have I truly prepared you for life? I really struggled with what to share today. I didn't want to get up here and talk about how great you are. I'm your mom, and of course, that is what you are to me. Just a few thoughts. Remember to always trust your instincts. Your instincts and the Holy Spirit are there to protect you. Lean into Jesus and listen. You were made to be strong, to lead, to work hard, stand up for what's right, even when it's hard. Be strong and be courageous be yourself. There's no one else in this world like you. No one has exactly the same talents, likes, and dislikes or personality as you. No one can be you as well as you can be. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Psalm 139.14 says, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Know how to recognize the truth. The word is going to feed you, the world is going to feed you all sorts of lies about strength, money, self-worth, and relationships. Don't believe them. Seek God, who is the source of truth. Life will have many challenges. Work hard, face troubles, and deal with adversity. It won't be easy. John 16:33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Lean into Jesus. Make sure Satan has to climb over a lot of scripture to get to you. You are loved. I love you as a person, as an individual, and as one of God's perfect creations. Lastly, thank you. You give me purpose and oh, so much joy. I love you always. Shine for Jesus.
5: That's hard to follow up. <laughs> As Darling alluded to, uh, Josiah came into this world a healthy baby boy, albeit seven and a half weeks early. Three pounds, two ounces. In intensive care for 30 days I believe it was, but we brought you home for Christmas and it was the best Christmas gift we ever had. Um, You're a cantankerous little guy at 2 and 3 and mom and I talked about it that uh, you have that, that spirit that needs to be channeled in the right direction and your mother did an outstanding job doing that. She raised you well. I was just there for moral support. Um, God has answered many, many prayers. Um, There were some tough times, but God answered our prayers, getting you through junior high and into high school where you, uh, you found your niche right here on the stage, God has blessed you with talents, unbelievable talents. And what you make of those talents is, it's up to you. The Bible tells us to, um, to raise you as a, a God-fearing child and, and then set you free, then let you go. The rest, hopefully, you, you have, you'll learn from that and then the rest is up to you. We have the utmost faith that, uh, that you will continue to be a God-fearing young man, and uh, you know what's right and what's wrong, and we trust that you will, you will choose the right path and uh, make us even more proud in the future. Uh, we are certainly very proud of you for being the young man you are. Um, a lot of that also uh, is thanks to Mitchell and the youth group here at uh, at pathway, waypoint. Sorry, <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. Um, but uh, I, th- I think it's it's always very important to have a a, uh, a strong group around you and. Uh, you have some, some, great, some great, great friends that uh, have helped you through uh, the down times and have been there to help celebrate the good times. So uh, as uh, your mother tells you every time when you leave the house, shine for Jesus.
6: Um, I just want to say thank you to. Seriously, I would not be where I I am without you guys. For all that you have done for me, I am so grateful. Um, Dad, you have worked so hard for me. You have worked worked day in, day out, just so I could have a life that I can be happy and live for God and follow my dreams. And Mom, you've raised me in the best way that you could, and it was the best thing that could have ever happened to me and I thank you for that. You've both been amazing parents, and I would not be where I am without you. And with that, I thank my friends over there. I thank the church as a whole for giving me a home and keeping me grounded in all my times of strife. And I thank Mitchell for being one of my biggest mentors in life and through these past four years. Thank you.
0: I don't like that. (laughs) All right, the glimes are up next. Come on up here, Brendan. Brendan is uh, super quiet. It's almost, it's almost easy to forget he's there, but we have a saying that started a couple years ago. We don't sleep on Brendan, because solid guy. He's, al- he's like a staple. He's just always here. He's always around. He's always willing to jump in be that quiet leader. It's just really cool to see.
7: I my <laughs> and there's no way I'm getting through this
8: <laughs> So I usually just kind of uh, shoot from the hip. I know the last couple weeks I've been trying to think of, of things to say and uh, you sit there going, where do you even start? Where do you begin? And so uh, I, I do remember the uh, when we brought Brendan home, uh, we put him in his car carrier. We loaded him into the to the uh, car. We get home, drive into the garage. We we bring him in. We set him on the floor, and we're like, "Well, now what do we do?" <laughs> and so I I think it took us um, some time to figure that out. But um, you know, over the 18 years, I think we. We've, we've figured it out, at least given him the, the tools to succeed. Um, you know, it's always two things that we've always talked about is effort and attitude. And, and uh, you know, he brings that every day. And I think that's all you can ask for uh, is to show up. Those are the two things you can control is your effort and your attitude. And, and he's always been positive. He always digs deep. Uh, and he's always willing to help. And I think that those are two good qualities that'll, that'll carry him uh, well through life and then you know when, when things go wrong or, or things uh, are, are down and they seem bleak you know always look to God and remember that those five words this too shall pass and I, and I think you'll you know you'll be great.
7: I don't know how we've gotten to this point already. It truly has gone by in the blink of an eye. That picture, that's the day we brought you home. I'm not ready, obviously. I think you're ready. You have been one of the greatest joys of our life. You were such an easy baby. You were a fun toddler, a sweet little boy, a helpful big brother, even if you weren't always happy to be our guinea pig. You are a dedicated student outpacing what I remembered by about 8th grade. You're a good friend and you're a driven athlete. And one of my favorite things from your athletic career has been cross country. Watching you grow from the third day of sixth grade cross country practice when I picked you up and you just looked like someone had just kicked your dog. (laughs) And I said, what's the matter, buddy? You said, it's a lot of running and then watching you come off the course of your final meet this this year. Watching your growth and how much work you put into it, that's been just one of the greatest things. I wish we could guarantee you a life without heartache or disappointment or challenges, but those days will come. Don't let those circumstances make you bitter. We hope and pray that we have helped give you the foundation to grow and learn from those circumstances. I hope you know how much we love you and how proud of you we are. It has been a blessing to guide you through this first phase of your life. And now as you go on to tackle Purdue and beyond, our prayer for you is Psalm 20, verse 4. Let God grant what is in your heart and fulfill all your plans.
3: Um, Just thank you for always supporting me, even like in school and when I was switching through sports, trying to find the one that I liked the most and could succeed in best. And thanks to all my friends and everyone here at Waypoint and Mitchell for supporting me and helping me find my way through high school.
0: is next. Caden has been the biggest pain in my butt for four years. I have said this every chance I've gotten, he is me when I was in high school. The annoying, opinionated, never shuts up. Yeah, thanks for, I'm I'm glad these four years are done. (laughs) Seriously though, Caden's been one of of my favorite students to work with. Just the growth that I've seen this past year through his whole career has been just really, really cool. Can't wait to see what's next.
9: Uh, (laughs) The three best decisions I've made in my life were giving my life to Christ, getting married to Melissa, and having kids. To say that I'm a lucky guy is an understatement. I have three amazing kids, but today is about my oldest, Caden. And from the moment you were born, our lives have been better. Certainly not easier, but better. <laughs> I've learned a lot watching Caden grow up, and here are a few things that I'd like to share. One, if a child becomes attached to a blanket or a stuffed animal, and in Caden's case, puppy, it doesn't matter what time of the night, If they forget puppy at mama and papa's house, you must drive to pick him up or he won't get any sleep. Number two, when changing a diaper with a boy, you might want to have a towel handy. Turns out they might not be done when you decide to change them. Number three, any towel or blanket with a clothespin will make a cape and can turn them into Superman. Number four, daddy monster is not a scary thing but something that we played on the living room floor with every pillow and blanket that we can get our hands on. Number five, reading books before bed was not my thing, but it sure was worth it to spend time with him. Number six, sports are expensive, but worth it. I've always loved watching Caden play sports and I enjoyed it even more the years that I was able to coach. Number seven, I've learned that stereotypes are not always accurate. When they say that women had a lot of shoes, Caden has a lot of shoes. But on a positive note, at least his feet stopped growing. Number eight, you can't put a price on life experiences with kids. Seeing their joy and excitement is worth every penny spent. Number nine, it's really difficult to get mad at your child for doing something that you do. Parents of young kids um, just try to do better (laughs) number 10 God does have all the answers we just have to be willing to listen to him and ask him for his direction and his guidance (laughs) Caden you've always you haven't always followed our advice and you will continue to make your own decisions going forward but no matter what direction you go, as long as your foundation is set on that of your relationship with Christ, you will be fine. And as long as you are in our lives, our lives will be better. As you move on to the next chapter of your life, your mom and I will continue to pray for your health and safety and that you find happiness and success in whatever you choose. We just want to be part of your future because with you in our lives, our lives are better.
10: So we read a lot of books growing up, a lot of books growing up. And we read books about sharks, and we read books about rhymes, and picture books, and chapter books. But your favorite book of all was Duck on a Bike. One day, Duck got a wild idea, and he said, I bet I could ride a bike. And so he did and all of the other animals had something to say about it. Some thought it was a silly idea, some thought, well, you might get hurt, and blah, blah, blah. And then lots of kids came with bikes, and then all of the animals got on bikes and realized that they had had so much fun. This book was just a really fun and silly book, especially when read with all of the funny voices. But the premise of the book is a great motto for life. Don't be afraid to try something new. Naysayers may think it's silly or blah, blah, blah. But just like the animals in the story, people are looking to have a little fun, looking to have someone to follow, and looking for a guide and a leader. In Isaiah 40, 31, we are told that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. Now is your time to soar. Go out in this world, find your thing, do it, and lead with all your heart. Have fun, make good choices, and remember, we love you.
11: I just want to thank you for just the love and support that you've given me from growing up. Also, if you didn't think that I read that bike a lot, book a lot, she could recite it from memory. That was how much I got read that book. but. <laughs> Um, I just want to thank you guys, I want to thank all of my friends and just everybody in this church for the support and the foundation that you've given me, and especially Mitchell as he's been one of, if not the most influential, or what is it, um, mentor, he's been the yeah most influential mentor probably that I've had through high school and the end of eighth grade year, it's helped, helped me grow a lot. Grow to closer to Christ and grow, just grow as a man and as a leader, and can't thank you enough for that. Thanks.
12: Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah. All right, Reshley's. You guys can come on up. Rena is always a joy to have when she shows up on time. I'm pretty sure, yes, I know for a fact the last two, we do awards at the end of every year. The last two years, she has won the most likely to, have, to arrive late award. So I think it's because she doesn't like playing the game at the beginning. Because even when she is here for that, she just sits on the side. But no, she's been a joy to have, especially on the mission trips, it's when we've really gotten to know each other. And yeah, just really, really cool.
13: Uh, good morning. Uh, my name's Tom. This is my wife, Jackie, uh, for those of you that don't know. Um, I think Brenna was a little apprehensive or nervous this week. Um, several times she came up to me and said, Hey, Dad, do you want, you know, anytime you want to just go over what you're going to talk about Sunday, we could sit down and do that.
5: <laughs>
13: and I said, Nah, I'm good. So I think she was probably uh, worried about some of the embarrassing stories I could tell. So I'll I'll be nice. Um, The excitement really with Rena started the day she was born uh, was quite a story. Um, One of the last doctor's appointments that we had uh, during the pregnancy, we went in and I was supposed to travel to uh, an industry trade show that was an annual show that I always attended. And Jackie and I were at the doctor, and I said, hey, you know, it's about three weeks uh, before the due date. What do you think, doc? And of course, he said, hey, your previous two were, were born, uh, they went full term. Uh, no problem. You should be good. So I proceed to fly three time zones away uh, to a trade show in Las Vegas, and when I land, I text Jackie, that, um, that I made it safely, immediately my phone rings. It's like, oh, that's not good, especially since I got there in the evening uh, and it was Vegas time, so I knew it was pretty late. And she says, ah, uh, something's just not right. I don't feel right. And I'm like, well, what do you mean you don't feel right? I said, I don't know. I called the doctor. They didn't seem to think it was anything alarming, but I'm gonna, they want to see me in the morning. I said, okay, well, call me, obviously call me if anything happens. Um, so as you can imagine, I didn't sleep very well that night. I was tempted to, to just head back home. Um, so first thing in the morning, um, you know, she reassures me, oh, it must have been nothing. You know, I'm going to go on through my day. I'm going to go to the appointment mid-morning. Go ahead and go to your, you know, first day of the show. So I go to the show, um, and I had been there maybe 15, 20 minutes just at the start of the day, and I get a phone call. My water broke. Now, you can imagine the panic um, since I'm a three and a half hour flight away. Um, So after racing back to the hotel, grabbing my suitcase, which I had barely unpacked because I had had a bad feeling about this, Um, And I immediately raced down and grabbed a cab. This was before Uber and Lyft. I know I'm dating myself there. Um, So I climb in the cab and I I tell the driver, hey, step on it to the airport. And he's like, well, what's the rush? I said, my wife's water broke. And he goes, oh, well, where do you got to go? And I said, Indiana. He said, good luck. You'll never make it. So that didn't help. But as you can imagine, I get on a plane and you have no contact for three and a half hours. Um, It's pretty nerve-wracking to sit there not knowing uh, what's happening. So we land, and immediately I check in and find out that, yes, she's been admitted. Uh, She is in the room, and they're trying to keep things calm and and slow things down as much as they possibly can in hopes that I can make it. Luckily, my uh, brother was there to pick me up, rush me straight to the hospital, got up to the room, and she was born a half an hour later. So I'm just thankful that uh, I did not miss that uh, with her and she uh, came into this world um, on her terms with no regards for our schedule. (laughs) So I knew she was going to keep us on our toes. Um, Shortly after that, she was born uh, three weeks early, so she was small, uh, small, dainty, quiet, And so her, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, she was nicknamed Mouse by her grandfather, who's here today. And that kind of stuck, so um, everybody at the family gatherings always calls her Mouse. And she lived up to that uh, nickname. I remember uh, going up into her room every night to tuck her in, and um, she'd lay in bed in this little ball and just mumble quietly, You could never understand a thing she said, but she would go on and on and on mumbling and we couldn't understand anything until she said, amen. (laughs) So, um, she's also the only one in the family with the claim to fame um, to be on her own, or not her own, but be on a nationally televised TV show uh, when one of uh, her and her friend's sleepovers turned into an America's Funniest Home Video. So if you're interested in that, I'm sure she could show you the video. It was pretty amusing. Um, let see, I didn't want to miss some of these stories. Also, uh, you know, when they're young, you just think as a father, uh, they worship you. They look up to you, um, you know, and you can do no wrong. And Jackie and I were teaching Sunday school doing our little six-week stint back in the day. And um, it was time to gather all the, the kids around and read Bible stories out of a book. So I was doing the thing where you read the page and hold up so they can see the pictures. And in between one of the pages, I look down, Renna's right in front, and she just looks up at me and goes, Dad, you're weird. <laughs> so that was the first time I realized she wasn't really sure what she thought of me. And here all along I had thought, Uh, I was the greatest thing uh, to her, but I guess not. But uh, honestly, though, Ren and I just, you know, we've always been kind of on the same wavelength. Um, Our other two kids, the oldest two, were born about a year apart, and Jackie and I made a conscious decision to wait about three or four years because we said, I don't know if we can deal with the shock of just all the kids leaving at once. I know that's different from some people. So we waited a few years and thought, oh, let's have a little tag along, and that, that was Renna. And we, we've had a great time. She uh, got drugged to all of her older siblings' activities, and, um, but we've always had uh, kind of a special bond um, because she was always, always tagging along with me when I went to work or if I had to go into the plant at night and talk to someone, she would want to go along and, and uh Go along with me, so I appreciate that. So we didn't ever have, as you guys today would call it, beef, I guess, Um, except for a few times I can remember where um, Brent and I uh, had, I don't know, just moments. One was uh, on a Saturday morning early, she was leaving for volleyball, and she decided not to open the garage door before she backed out, um, and then instead of coming back in the house and telling us in person, she somehow got the garage door open and left and called us on her cell phone as she was driving away, <laughs> uh, leaving us to to sit there and kind of clean up the mess. I wasn't really happy with that at that moment with her. Um, the other thing I. Uh, was this past year, she had kind of been bugging us. Um, Hey, you know, it's been a long time since I've went snow skiing. I'd like to go snow skiing again. Um, Because we used to take take all the kids when they were young. And um, I think she thought it was just going to be easy after eight years, just hop on the skis and go. So we made a whole overnight deal of it and everything just because she had wanted to do it. And let's just say that first time down the hill, um, she was not having a good time. She spent more time on her back and her rear end, and I was patiently skiing with her, teaching her how to stand up on her own and everything. And we get to the bottom of the hill, and I said, Oh, Renna, you know, hey, that's okay. A few more trips down the hill, um, you know, you'll be fine. It'll come back. She goes, This is stupid. I'm not, I'm not going up that lift again. I, and I reached into my pocket and I handed her the fob to the car, and I said, Okay, here's the Have fun in the car. Here's the keys. We're going to ski for another nine hours. (laughs) And so she got over it, um, and she went back up, and she persevered. She kept trying, and by the end of the day, uh, she was having a blast, and we were all skiing as a family. So thanks for pushing through uh, for that one. Appreciate your determination. Um, I think one of the... uh, Toughest things here this last year was was getting a call on the day after Thanksgiving, um, when she called Jackie and said she was in a motor uh, uh, vehicle accident. Her and some of her friends had went shopping, um, and I don't know four or five o'clock in the afternoon. Got a call, and they said she said everything's fine. We're all okay. It wasn't that big of a deal, and. Jackie said, do you want me to go? Uh, Do you want me to come? Uh, And she said, yes, please. So it was about 20 minutes away, and Jackie drives there. And when she got there and realized what had happened, that the car had veered off the road into the median and rolled four or five times, uh, it was... Um, quite a miracle that all four of those kids um, got out of that car with just minor scratches and and bumps and bruises. And, Ren, I just want you to realize, um, you know, that was a miracle. And uh, you had God's protection that day. So just don't take that for granted, uh, your faith and trust in God, uh, because he will protect you and watch over you. Uh, Brenna, you're a caring, thoughtful, loyal, you're hardworking, Uh, I see natural leadership ability in you, Um, and we've just enjoyed every moment raising you and having you in our family Um, from little league softball all the way up through varsity volleyball, we enjoyed every minute of it, and we're just so blessed, Um, and we just know that you have a very great future. We love you and we're extremely proud of you.
0: Nothing? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All right. Staley's. Come on up, Drew. Drew, I'm not sure how he did it this year. Like, we met several times, and he's like running through his schedule, and I'm like, goodness. I don't know how you have time to sleep or eat or anything. He's busy. Go, go, go. But always made it a point to be here on Wednesday nights, has been a great leader the whole time he's been here. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
14: Thank you. Well, um, Drew didn't have an easy entrance into this world. I had a traumatic pregnancy, and um, he was born early in kind of a stressful, under stressful circumstances. But he was small, um, always small. He was developmentally delayed. Um, He was sick most of his first year. He didn't do anything on time. I mean, crawled late, walked late. But what was most concerning to us, um, he didn't make a sound, not a peep, never babbled, um, never said ba-ba, da-da, anything. He was 14 months old and hadn't made a sound. And then we're sitting there brushing our golden retriever, him and I, and out of the blue, he says, brush. Whose first word is brush? I mean, it's not even that easy to say. Um, and then soon after that, he was talking in complete sentences. Um, and that pretty much sums up Drew's personality through childhood. He, he, um, Never liked to try things until he felt 100% confident that he could master them. So he would sit back, and he would observe, and he would watch. And when he finally decided to do something, he would kind of just blow us all away. Um, He always excelled in school. Book smarts just came kind of naturally to him. Um, He didn't have to put in much effort, uh, but he had to work a little bit harder at sports. He was a late bloomer. He was always smaller than everybody else. but he worked hard at basketball and, b- and baseball and eventually experienced some success. Um, in middle school, I told him he had to do some kind of music, choir or band. So he chose choir. Um, and uh, the middle school director, Mrs. Armington, just gave him so many opportunities to be on stage. It just instilled and drew a, just a passion for performing. Um, He started high school playing sports and being in the show choir, and then COVID hit, and he missed a baseball season and missed two show choir seasons and came to us kind of when we were coming out of COVID and started informing his dad and I that he didn't want to play sports anymore. And Craig and I are both athletes, and at first it was like, just hit me right here. Um, But the more and more we talked about it, Um, he convinced us that it was the right thing for him. And watching him on stage, we know he made the right decision. Um, And this is really, this was one of the hardest things for me as a parent because you spend, you know, 18 years deciding what's best for him, right? Like, I know what's best for him. I'm his mom. And then all of a sudden I had to accept and trust that this time he knew what was best for him better than I did. So, um, man, uh, Mitchell, you're right about his schedule. He, he has been in just about everything you could imagine. Student council, National Honor Society, sports, show choir, just everything. He's been really active here at Waypoint. Um, he just has been going a mile a minute through high school. He would often leave the house at 7.15 in the morning and not get back till 10.30 at night and do that day in and day out a schedule that most adults couldn't, couldn't manage um, and still managed to, you know, earn all A's in the classroom. And we're really, really proud of your accomplishments, Drew. God's given you talents and gifts, and you've used them to the best of your ability. Um, but all of these accomplishments and awards, those aren't the things we're most proud of. What I'm most proud of is the person he's become. Um, you're kind, you care about people, you live your life with integrity, sorry. <laughs> you have a strong faith and a, and a good moral compass and our prayer for you is that you can go to college and continue to live out your faith.
3: I, I cry a lot too. But um, I just want to, I don't tell my son enough that I love him and pr- very proud of what he's pe-
14: <laughs> You didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> I got
3: some stuff written down. But... Um, no, I'm just super proud of him, and um, everything that mom said is is correct. And I, well, you know, I believe it. I just I want to say a, a short little prayer um, and thanking God for everything He's done. If you just bow your head, please, Lord, I just thank you for giving me such a good son. And um, he's a hard worker, passionate about everything. Lord, I just want you to. I want to thank you for this church, the church family, and the youth group, and then the pastors here. <clears throat> They've been such a big part of his Christian walk. Lord, I um, I, I thank you for leading him, um, and I just ask that you um, lead him into the next step in his life, um, going to college, uh, give him protection um, and direction, um, hold him um, To to help him to hold his true values and his Christian beliefs, Uh, there's a lot of bad things um, that are, you know, in college. There's a lot of temptations, and my Lord, just that he can um, step up and and do the right thing. Um, Please let him be a light and a a great example to others in the years to come. Um, I thank you for everything you've done for him and our family. Um, In your name, we pray. Amen.
14: And I just want to say one more thing. Um, you know, as parents, I feel like we are in a battle for our, heart, our kids' hearts and minds. And that battle has always existed, but right now I just feel like um, it's a tougher battle than ever before. And, uh, you know, we're fighting a culture that's like anti-God and specifically targeting our kids. And uh, we have just been so lucky to be in that fight with... Um, Mitchell and Austin and your small group leader, David, um, you guys are exactly what youth pastors are supposed to be. Um, your influence has helped to shape Drew in, into, you, know, the person he is, and all these other kids too. Um, they're Jesus followers because of you guys. Um, you've cheered him on, you've mentored him, you've held him accountable. Um, And as parents, I just can't thank you guys enough for being in that fight with us and providing that extra layer of protection for these kids and guidance for these kids. Um, I know he probably values what you say more than he values what we say. (laughs) So I just really, really wanted to publicly thank you guys for that.
0: Thanks.
12: Um, If I had anything to say, I I wanna thank you guys as well um just for being being awesome parents uh whenever whenever somebody asked me about um like how I was raised or like what was my like childhood like or anything like that and i I, I just always have to start with I had just amazing amazing parents um it was almost like like we were made for each other um because just i mean I was sort of stubborn sometimes, but for the most part we we get along, and, and we just, it, it just, we work so well. It, it just works so well. You've given me the freedom to, to take this crazy schedule and to just go 100 miles a minute, um, and, and I really appreciate you giving me that to, to just experience new things and, and, and try new things and, and really grow as a person. So um, thank you guys for being just amazing. And then, oh, I, sorry, I want to say something about Mitchell. Um, I've been going to this youth group since the middle of my sixth grade year. Um, and, oh, my gosh, as soon as I went here, I just I just fell in love with it. Um, the people, the friendships, um, it's really just, uh, like, uh, I feel a beacon of light uh, in the community. Um, and, and what I really love about, about this church and this youth group is, um, is it is a place for me to, to feel like centered. Uh, when, the, when I have a crazy week or, or when things just aren't going right, I come here on Wednesday night or I come here on Sunday morning and it just, I get a reset. I get to just take a deep breath and, and, and keep going and, and know that, that God's behind me, that I have people behind me. Um, and it's just so, 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 so encouraging. Um, so thank you for that. Gotcha. I'm
2: caught.
12: Oh, oh, you're hanging on to
0: <sighs> All right, we've got one more. Steve's family. Noah, you guys can come on up. Man, Noah has, I feel like, changed so much in the last four years. Grown taller, skinnier, musically, spiritually. Just lots, of, lots and lots of growth it has been really cool to be, to be a part of.
15: Well, we're celebrating graduation today. Twelve years, difficult years, of book learning. And while we're um, very proud of all Noah has accomplished with school and all his gifts and talents, what I'm most proud of is that he's um, walking in the fear of the Lord. And... That is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9:10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One understanding. And so, while book learning accomplishes some things, the fear of the Lord will take you where you need to go. Um, when we were searching for baby names, Mark and I, um, Decided on Noah because we desired that our child would walk in the fear of the Lord. And in Genesis, it says that Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. And I was thinking to myself, okay, what does it mean to walk faithfully with God? And that is not a being chosen for a select few, it's, it's walking in the fear of the Lord, it's knowing your need of God, it's, it's depending on him, and so one of my favorite verses that I wanted to leave with Noah today is, he has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. That's from Micah 6, 8.
16: Okay, no, no embarrassing stories, so you can relax. So, If you don't see me cry, it's because I've been crying on and off for weeks already. I wake up and I think about this transition coming, so I do have <laughs> feelings for this whole thing. Um, I, Noah's heard so much of this before, I don't think any of this will be new, but I remember the day Allison and I brought him home from Elkhart General and we're coming down US-20 And I just am filled with panic. Like, what is the manual? Like, what do we do? There's, What's the safety net? And I want to thank you because there's obviously been times, especially through COVID and the high school years, where it was painfully obvious that dad did not have the instruction manual and know what he was doing. And I just want to thank you for being committed to make that work, to make the relationship work. I really appreciate that you invested into making that work. You know, with Noah, I have enjoyed for so many years all of the creative projects we've worked on from working cardboard bowling alleys to vending machines to just so many creative projects, green screen videos, photo shoots. Um, And I'm thoroughly convinced that God has encoded all of that creativity into you as a gift to be an influencer not necessarily in a homogenized Christian world or environment, but to be salt and light um, in the music industry or in some creative uh, way. And I'm, I'm so excited to see where this goes. And of course I'm proud of you, but I'm, I'm just, I can't wait to see what God does. Um, I will say, I, I know I shared with you recently, he and I went and photographed a concert in Chicago um, A month or two ago and I think it was just one of the highlights in our relationship to be working on that creative level but also um, after all this stuff COVID and everything else just enjoyed uh, being together they tell you as parents you're supposed to be the parent and that's your child and you're supposed to be the authority figure but I felt like friends I felt just really close and in so many ways, you know, I used to teach you a lot of creative things, but you've become a creative men- uh, teacher to me, um, you've mentored me. So um, if I were to leave you with a scripture, it'd be something like Proverbs 16, 9, where man plots his, in his heart, plots his course, but God determines his step, your steps. Um, because there will be those curve balls. You've always encouraged me, dad, it's going to be okay. And, you know, I want to mutually keep encouraging each other because God is always good. So without those curveballs in my own creative career, I would have never met your mom and we would have never had you. And that would have just been a tragedy. So even though my creative path didn't work out, it worked out for good. Um, But I'm convinced whatever you apply yourself to, you can do it not only for your good but for God's glory. And I just can't wait to see what that's going to be.
11: Thank you guys for being awesome parents, the best I could ever ask for, and for teaching me that I can learn any skill or do anything through Christ, all all the things I've learned these years. And Mitchell, thank you for being one of the most important mentors in my life, not just teaching me how to be a good person, but teaching me how to love God more. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, Renna and Brendan, you guys lucked out. I was going to have all of our seniors come back up here, and they were going to do a lip sync battle to Bye 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 by NSYNC, but we are running out of time, and we have some pictures that I want you guys to look at, so if I can get the band to come on up, the band's going to play a song for us, and, uh, and we'll, we'll watch some pictures, but um, as they're coming up, I just want to say, um, all of you parents, thank you for sharing your your kids with us with me they've been a blessing you've all done a great job I hope you never doubt um, I hope you never doubt that because these these kids have all turned out really well um, I'm very proud of them so thank you for for all the hard work especially the Mac family you've had to put a little extra work in with that one but. No, seriously, you've all done a great job as parents. Um, So I'll just give you guys a round of applause right now. And for getting up here and being vulnerable and sharing, thank you, thank you. I'm just gonna, I'll turn it over to them and let them sing this song here. All right. Um, One, one quick thing I just wanna say to um, our seniors out there up here, Um, the verse that's been coming to my head or the passage that's been coming to my head the last couple of weeks as I've thought about you guys going off and, and doing your own thing is in Matthew 5 when it talks about being a light. You are the light. So go and let your light shine so that those around you will see your good works and give glory back to the Father. And I feel like that's the heart that you guys have. I have no doubt that you're going to be lights wherever you end up, wherever you go. I almost made it, <laughs> I almost made it. <laughs> You're going to be great. I love every single one of you. I thank you for the time that you've poured into this ministry. Um, a lot of you get up there and thank me, but you guys have made this what it is. You've made these Wednesday nights, you've made Waypoint Student Ministries what it is. I've just come alongside and helped you a little bit but this is all you guys. You guys have built this into a place where we're having a hundred students come every Wednesday night. That's, that's not me. That's all you guys. Inviting friends and, and just being willing to dive in and serve and serve your friends to get up on stage to just do whatever is, is necessary um, to make this ministry happen. Um, and so they have, they have one more song they're going to sing that I just kind of, I think they're all kind of sick of it because they play it a lot. But... I think, I think the, the message in the song just really illustrates their heart and who they are, um, who this whole class is. Even the ones that aren't here today, there's, there's several that aren't here today, but they, the same thing goes for them too. Um, so yeah, I'll just, I'll let you, let you guys sing this. You guys uh, just bow, maybe reach a hand out, or if you're close to one of these seniors, lay your hand on them, um, and I just want to pray for them as they go. Father, thank you for this group. Uh, I pray that you just, like a lot of their parents said, um, provide protection. Help them know they're loved. They have a home base here. They have people praying for them, people who love them, people who care for them. But help them to be bold in their faith. Help them to shine your light, to always pursue a relationship with you and to always... Pursue loving others with everything that they have, with everything that they do. You've gifted them in in so many great and unique ways. Help them to use those gifts for you. Help them to usher your kingdom here on earth, wherever they are. Just allow them to be a beacon for you. So that everybody around them knows that they're a follower of you that they're living for you and that they're a safe place for anybody in need. Father, we love you and, and, and just thank you for the, the time that I've had with them. Um, thank you for all the effort they've poured in and just letting me be a part of that, a stepping stone in their, in their walk with you. We love you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Thank you all for coming today. Uh, Hug a
14: senior on your way out, and uh, we'll see you next week.